This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. The Buck Sexton Show. Back to uh, Stephanopoulos, Mr. Stephanopoulos, and Stephen Miller on this exchange, this testy exchange, right? Because right before we went to the break, we had Stephanopoulos being uh, very terse with Miller because he doesn't have to show this guy any respect. He doesn't have to, you know, he can just be as nasty to him as he wants to be. And that's all well and good. That's all fine Um, because he's showing his audience that I detest this guy because he's part of the Trump Squad. Now, this Miller guy is not exactly a a warm and fuzzy, charming, suave individual. I have to say, he comes across to me as as a little uh, a, a little smug. Got I'm just gonna say it. He's a little smug, um, but he doesn't answer the key question that's posed to him here, which is where is the evidence of it? I'm hoping that the Trump team at some point is gonna provide some of this evidence because I do think it is. I think it's out there, and if they can't really provide smoking gun evidence of actual voting uh, voter fraud going on, then they should at least show the circumstantial evidence. And that's really what they've that's really what they've done so far. I always find it fascinating, by the way. I think this is from generations now that have have grown up watching Law and Order um, where, oh, here's a spoiler for you. The show Law and Order. It's always the uh, it's always the the preppy white guy who's the, who's actually the murderer. If that's an option, if preppy white guy is an option on Law and Order, uh, pr- preferably one, uh, preferably one, preferably. Can you say that or preferably two? Uh, one who has you know a mom who's always walking around with like a, a mink on her shoulders and who's like, well, like we didn't think if we left Johnny alone for the weekend, you know, we didn't know that he'd end up murdering somebody. You know, it's a lot of that, <laughs> a lot of that on Law and Order. I'm just saying. Uh, so whenever that's an option, whenever a uh, rich white guy is an option for the possible murderers or rapists on Law and Order, that that's your guy. That's your guy. It's just something I've noticed. Uh, Ann Coulter's actually pointed it out in one of her books too. I thought it was really funny because I. I agree. It's a surprisingly common. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, there's a little bit of class warfare stuff going on with law and order. Anyway, people always say, oh, that evidence is circumstantial. Oh, that evidence is circumstantial. As though if your lawyer walked into a court of law and was like, I mean, can you prove that my guy was there? Do you have an eyewitness? No, we're out of here. No, it doesn't work like that. What it really comes down to is when you're in a criminal trial, what does the jury think? They believe you or not. And circumstantial evidence, when it's strong enough, sends people to prison all the time. You, you, circumstantial evidence. You, you look at uh, here. Here's a good you look at the O.J. Simpson case. Uh, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of that evidence. Was, there was no eyewitness. 
right? So they had no eyewitness testimony that he was there. So it was all based on you know the DNA and everything else. And everybody, who I think, who has any basic faculties of, of reason and judgment assessment, of course, is like, well, that guy's guilty. But it's all the evidence was all cir- it was circumstantial. It was just overwhelming circumstantial evidence. But that's the case uh, in in many of these uh, instances where people should go or do go to prison for a long period of time. So uh, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence around voter fraud. Um, you, there's some direct evidence, but it's it's de minimis right now. But there's a lot of circumstantial evidence. If it's not happening, we should know. And if it is happening, we definitely need to know. So why there's but there's such hostility. And here's the problem. I'm just going to put it out there. There's hostility from Democrats about this, because if we find out that there's real voter fraud, we know they're complicit. We know they're complicit in this. They are pushing for the uh, for more lax, uh, more loose, open ended voter rules all the time. Every time voter ID they don't like uh, they want they want people being able to vote over long periods of time. They just in every way, in every way that they possibly can, they are opposed to strengthening protections over uh, voter ID, voter ID and, and strengthening the protections we have in place to prevent voter fraud during elections. And it would be clear to any honest, reasonable American that if there was widespread voter fraud and if they and if this was proven, when I mean widespread, I mean, I think 50,000, 100,000 votes. I think that's a big deal. I think even 10,000 votes, depending on the circumstances. I mean, not necessarily in a presidential election, it would matter, but it could. But that's a big deal, especially when you figure you can probably prevent this. I mean, look at the way that they treat guns. You know, they want massive databases and fingerprinting and and all sorts of, you know, they do everything. I mean, they just, you know, they put you through, and especially in these blue states, they put you through all kinds of stuff. So you, it's a constitutionally protected right. And they make it as difficult as possible. With voting, there's, there's, no, uh, there's no process that you can put in place. There's nothing that you can do when it comes to uh, voting and voter ID that they will view as legitimate. It's just walk in and vote. They're not okay with any checks on the system, with any, because they say, oh, it disenfranchises people, it disenfranchises minorities. In states where they have free ID for people, where you need ID to open a checking account, where you need ID to get into a, a commercial office building, where you need, I mean, there's all sorts of things where you need ID, but no, 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 no. They, they've got a problem with it. They, they are not okay with it. So that's what, what's at issue here is really the integrity of the Democratic Party. Ultimately, that's why there's such uh, anger whenever you raise this, because they don't want they don't want this to be exposed. Look, there are Democrats, there are leftists who would like it if there was cheating going on. They don't care at all. We've seen organizations that are pushing for that that sort of thing. We've seen organizations and individuals who clearly whatever they have to do to win, they'll do. But I mean, for the the middle uh, let's call it the middle 60%, not the 20% hard right, not the 20% hard left, although that's that's a completely imperfect extrapolation of, but I'm just saying, the, the middle 60% of America, maybe the middle 40% of America, there we go. Uh, for the middle 40% of America, politically speaking, they see the Democratic Party giving up their franchise, giving up the franchise of citizens for non-citizens and doing it knowing that it's happened with a reckless disregard for 
basic procedures that could stop it from happening. I think that that's I think that's a game changer. Now, I, I, I don't know if it's happening. I do know that it's an issue that should get really serious. I mean, you know, the same way. It's funny because they would lecture us on how, oh, you know, what do we. Meanwhile, they're the ones crying. Oh, show us how voter fraud matters. But they're crying about climate change all the time. Someone, someone show me how in America climate change. Oh, then they're going to talk about how there's what wetter storms or bigger storms. And it's not even true. And it's nonsense. But they're going to tell us about how we should spend really trillions of dollars on combating an imaginary problem. I'm not saying it's an imaginary phenomenon. The climate does get warmer. The climate does get colder. And that does change things. But that this is some crisis that we all have to address is just complete and utter nonsense. Um, but. I'm not, uh, you know, they'll lecture us on that. And then we talk about voter ID or, or voting uh, voter protections. And they've got they've got nothing for us. They got absolutely uh, nothing that they're willing to compromise on. They're so clearly in the tank for illegal voting. It is insane. Um, I know in the tank for legal voting, strong way to put it. But they don't care because they, they figure that anybody who's going to be voting illegally is most likely going to be voting Democrat. That's their because of look who's in this country who's an adult, who's not allowed to vote, felons, okay, they always want it. They're always trying to look at Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. They're always trying to find ways to give felons the right to vote again. So they're already on board for giving felons the right to vote. And then you look at some of the other uh, possible places where it's like, well, permanent residents and illegal immigrants, you know, non-citizen residents and illegal immigrants. That's where, and we know that they vote overwhelmingly Democrats. So that's what this is all about. But I don't think the Trump team is making that case effectively. Here's more of the exchange with Stephanopoulos and Steve Miller. Go to New Hampshire, talk to anybody who's worked in politics there for a long time. Everybody's aware of the problem in New Hampshire with respect to... I'm asking you as the White House senior... Hold on a second. I'm asking you as the White House senior policy advisor. The president made a statement saying he was the victim of voter fraud. People being bust from Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Do you have any evidence? Look at how just just smarmy and disrespectful to this guy Miller Stephanopoulos is. People say, oh, he's just being a journalist. Do you think George Stephanopoulos would speak in that tone, in that way, to David Axelrod, Valerie, when they when Obama was president, David Axelrod, Valerie Jarrett, name your senior White House advisor. Do, do you think that he'd take, not that he would push back, I'm sure he'd push back sometimes, you know, do the whole dog and pony show of look at me, look at me, I'm a journalist. But with a snide, sneering tone, really listen to the exchange. You can tell Stephanopoulos is signaling to his audience that this guy Miller is disgusting and I hate Trump. If this is an issue that interests you, then we can talk about it more in the future. And we now have our governance beginning to get stood up, but we have a Department of Justice and we have more officials. And the issue of voter fraud is something we're gonna be looking at very seriously and very hard. But the reality is, is that we know for a fact you have massive numbers of non-citizens registered to vote in this country. Nobody disputes that. And many, many highly qualified people like Chris Kobach, the Kansas Secretary of State, have looked deeply into this issue and have confirmed it to be true and have put together evidence. And I suggest you invite Chris Kobach onto your show and he can walk you through some of the evidence of voter fraud you have, you in have greater pro- detail. I, just for the right, you have provided absolutely no evidence. The president's made a statement. The White House has provided enormous evidence with respect to voter fraud, with respect to people being registered in more than one state, dead people voting, non-citizens being registered to vote. George, it is a fact. Act, and you will not deny it that there are. Ma- no, he will. He will deny it, by the way. 
massive numbers of non-citizens in this country who are registered to vote. That is a scandal. We should stop the presses. And as a country, we should be aghast about the fact that you have people who have no right to vote in this country, registered to vote, canceling out the franchise of lawful citizens of this country. That's the story we should be talking about. And I'm prepared to go on any show, anywhere, anytime, and repeat it and say the president of the United States is correct 100%. Well, you, re- you just repeated that. You just made those declarations. But for the record, you provided zero evidence that the president was the victim of massive voter fraud in New Hampshire. You provided we, we, zero evidence. Anyone who's worked Hold in New on. Hampshire politics is familiar with that You provided zero issue. evidence that the president's claim that he would have won the general, the, the popular if, if three to five million illegal immigrants hadn't voted, zero evidence for either one of those claims. Well, it's, it's, it's right. Thanks the a lot for joining us this issue. <laughs> Thanks a lot. for yeah, That really sounded authentic, didn't it? I know I'm focusing on the tone here a little bit, but really, thanks a lot, you jerk, is what he's saying there. Uh, look, I this guy Miller, he should have more than just the suggestions of voter fraud. He should come, he should come ready to play. And saying Chris Kobach has more evidence, well, Chris Kobach's not on TV, man, so... You got to get this done yourself. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043.